Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. March 27, 2021, the Faustian Pack edition. And our lead article comes from the Friday, March 26th, Financial Times op-ed page, where the lead editorial is about saving white-collar youth from burnout. The invisible contract, which they call perhaps a Faustian pact, between white-collar firms and their young employees risks being torn up. They point to the resignation of KPMG's UK chair after insensitive comments to staff, and now Goldman Sachs junior analysts complaining about their workload, workload or increasing burnout from law firms. There are signs that the old equation of handsomely paying subordinates to quietly toil grueling hours is no longer adding up. The pandemic has acerbated long-standing structural problems for white-collar workplaces, including antisocial hours and diversity, even as some firms and investment banks are on course to report record earnings. No surprise there. So, uh, as the article ends, it often takes a crisis to force change. White-collar firms now have an opportunity to grasp the nettle and change their working practices in a way that could benefit both themselves and their employees. If they do not, they risk being sidelined, as former KPMG UK head Bill Michael uh, would testify. Next up, also from the uh, FT uh, opinion page, an article about the OECD, which it says is an underrated institution. It emerged out of the destruction of the Second World War. It's uh, responsible for distrib- it was responsible for distributing U.S. and Canadian aid to shattered economies. Obviously, its role has uh, significantly changed, and uh, FCPA aficionados will recognize the OECD really as the driving force that the United States used to help bring uh, anti-bribery and anti-corruption legislation across the globe. So it's great to see the FT acknowledge the OECD and their role in the fight against the global scourge of bribery and corruption. Our next story is about the perils of the ongoing trade war between the United States and China as the U.S. is delisting threat is taking a heavy toll on the China tech sector. Chinese technology stocks dropped sharply on growing concerns of possible delisting and reported plans by Beijing to take control of the user's data. Alibaba, probably the most well-known, closed 3.9% lower uh, and the um, other Chinese stocks uh, are seeing a uh, some sort of correction. Obviously, this is negative for Chinese tech stocks, but it could be potentially positive for U.S. Uh, tech stocks and tech companies who might might I emphasize uh, go in and step uh, step in and take the place of these Chinese companies. And finally, Credit Suisse sets green seal bill at three billion dollars. The finance firm's collapse leaves lenders' clients trapped in frozen funds. Its um, Swiss bank has spent three weeks trying to unravel a slew of contracts that underpin the supply chain finance funds, which stood at $10 billion before they suspended trading on 
March 1. These funds were marketed to Credit Suisse professional clients as low-risk products that offered a higher return than cash deposits, but several of the businesses that Greensill lent money to have indicated they are unable or unwilling to repay those debts. This has left more than 1,000 investors trapped in the fund. Credit Suisse has returned $3.1 billion and plans to further pay back $1 billion in early April. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.